0: Raggots Sharif Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. It is time, it is time, it is time. It is time for your daily devotional. Today, we are reading Numbers chapter 19, 1 through 22. Numbers chapter 19, 1 through 22, okay? And it is dealing with the laws of purification. The laws of purification. And I want you to get your tablets, your cell phone, or your actual Bible, however you may read the word. And let's read this together in its entirety and let's get busy okay today we are reading numbers chapter 19 1 through 22 okay all right now come on let's do this one, let's get into this chapter of Numbers chapter 19, 1 through 22. Okay? And it reads, And the Lord spake unto Moses unto Aaron, saying, This is the ordinance of the law which the Lord hath commanded, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring thee a red heifer without spot, wherein is no blemish, and upon which never came yoke and ye shall give her unto eliza the priest that he may bring her forth without the camp and one shall slay her before his face and eliza the priest shall take of her blood with his finger and sprinkle of her blood directly before the tabernacle of the congregation seven times And one shall burn the heifer in his sight, her skin, and her flesh, and her blood, with her dun shall he burn. And the priest shall take cedar wood, and hyssop, and scarlet, and cast it into the midst of the burning of the heifer. Then the priest shall wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his flesh in water. And afterward he shall come into the camp, and the priest shall be unclean until the even. And he that burneth her shall wash his clothes in water, and bathe his flesh in water, and shall be unclean until the even. And a man that is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer, and lay them up up without the camp in a clean place and it shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel for a water of separation it is a purification for sin and he that gather gathereth the ashes of the helper shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. and it shall be unto the children of Israel and unto the stranger that sojourneth among them for a statue forever. He that toucheth, toucheth the dead body of any man shall be unclean seven days. He shall purify himself with it on the third day, and on the seventh day he shall be clean. But if he purify not himself the third day, Then the seventh day he shall not be clean. Whosoever touches the dead body of any man that is dead and purify not himself, defileth the tabernacle of the Lord, and the soul shall be cut off from Israel, because the water of separation was not sprinkled upon him, he shall be unclean his uncleanness is yet upon him. This is the law when a man dieth in a tent, all that come into the tent and all that is in the tent shall be unclean seven days. And every open vessel which hath no covering bound upon it is unclean, And whosoever toucheth one that is slain with a sword in the open fields, or a dead body, or a bone of a man, or a grave, shall be unclean seven days. And for an unclean person, they shall take of the ashes of the burnt heifer of purification for sin, and running water shall be put thereto in a vessel and a unclean person shall and a clean person excuse me and a clean person shall take his and dip it in the water and sprinkle it upon the tent and upon all the vessels and upon the person that were there and upon him that toucheth a bone or one slain or one dead or a grave and the clean person shall sprinkle upon the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day, and on the seventh day he shall purify himself and wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and shall be clean at even. But the man that shall be unclean and shall not purify himself, that soul shall be cut off from among the congregation because he hath defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. The water of separation hath not been sprinkled upon him, he is unclean. And it shall be a perpetual statute unto them, that he that sprinkleth the water of separation shall wash his clothes, and he that toucheth the water of separation shall be unclean until even. And whosoever the unclean person touches shall be unclean and the soul that toucheth it shall be unclean until even i have just read numbers chapter 19 1 through 22 numbers chapter 19 1 through 22 oh dear lord we come to you to say thank you we thank you lord for all that you have us to do we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to have the breath in our body and the activity of our limbs and we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. We thank you for all that you have bestowed upon us. Lord, open our eyes so we may see the error of our ways, the way that we walk and the way that we talk and the way that we have a relationship with you, Lord. Open our eyes that we may know right from wrong Lord, open our eyes that we may know how to keep ourselves pure unto you, pure in our souls, pure in our minds, and pure in our hearts. Let us go in the way of you, Lord. Let us go in your way, your will, and your glory shall be upon us, Lord, in all that we do, and, and that you show through us through to others, that you work your will through us to show others that you are loved, that you are kind, that you are all-knowing, omnipresent. Lord, you know what we need to do in our lives. Lord, lead us and guide us in the way that we should go, Lord. Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, let's deep dive into this Numbers 19 1 through 22. Numbers 19 1 through 22. We see the Lord is speaking to Moses and Aaron, and the Lord is setting the precedence for laws of purification. It is the ordinance of law, which the Lord Lord hath commanded, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring thee a red heifer without spot, wherein is no blemish, and upon which never came yoke. And ye shall give her unto Elijah, the priest, that he may bring bring her forth without the camp, and one shall slay her before his face. This person, say Eliza, has an assignment to do, and the person has to slay this heifer that has not been yoked without blemish. She had she has to look a certain way, this this uh this heifer, and she has to be a certain way. I look a certain way, and she has to be killed a certain way, sacrificed, of course. And Elijah the priest shall take her, take her blood with his fingers and sprinkle of her blood directly upon the tabernacle of the congregation seven times. So he has to follow these specific instructions. And one shall burn the helper in his sight, her skin, her flesh, her, her blood, with her done shall he burn. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet and cast it into the midst of the burning of the heifer. Then the priest has to wash his clothes. He shall bathe his flesh in water. And afterward, he shall come into the camp, and the priest shall be unclean until the eve. And he that burned her shall wash his clothes. The other person that has burnt her clothes, he, he burnt burnt her, sacrificed her, shall wash his clothes in the water, bathe his flesh in the water, and shall be unclean until the eve. Someone clean then has to gather up the ashes of the heifer, lay them without the camp in a clean place. So they got to take the ashes from out of the, out of where they, out of the, Sage were out of the place where she was burned, Take her outside of the camp into a clean place. And they shall be kept with the congregation of children of Israel for the water separation. It is a purification for sin. Okay. Purification of sin. Does it sound familiar to anyone? Does it sound familiar to anyone? <laughs> this is the first form of purification of sin. Now we know what this purification of sin is. This is the first law was made for it. It is baptism. I think of it as that's what I'm 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 looking at. It's a form of baptism. Because you have, when you go commit a sin, say like you know how you, you was in the church, you went and committed a sin, something that was not holy, not right of God. You left the church, but you want to come back to church, and you had to, you, you may not made it, you may, you may not even been in church. You know, you, you may not have been in church, but you went to church and then the spirit, Holy Spirit laid upon your heart that you needed to be baptized. And we already know about the first baptism, the recorded, the, the recorded version of a bat, the baptism. First baptism was of John the Baptist baptizing Jesus, okay. And and the in the the River Jordan, okay. But if you think about this, the person that has committed the sin. Comes back and asks, asks for forgiveness and baptism is the purification of your sins. Baptism. This is the first form of baptism. If you look at it, God made these a law. It's law first, the first law of purification. And you look at it as. You know how, like I said, you go to church, you might not have been in church, you might have, you know, God laid it on your heart, okay, it's time to go ahead and get yourself together, get yourself, you know, uh, get your stuff together, get yourself right, have a relationship with me, and the first thing you want to do before you come back into my presence is get baptized, or a, remit, or a forgiveness of sin, forgiveness of sin. Forgiveness of sin. And that is something that we have to, in this form, it is a sprinkling of, it's the sprinkling of water. It is the water. You got to wash up. You got to bathe. You got to wash your clothes. You got to wash everything. And then you think of the modern form of baptism as a person where they have a ceremony at church where the pastor, priest, the overseer, um uh the the person that is in charge, the leadership, um, has a list of people that get in line and they are baptized. And sometimes it, it's not really done in that order modern day times where they you know, where they start off with you as a baptism, you know, like they do a christening, you know. And they they you know christening okay and the, the priest is standing there and he gives the drops of water on the baby's head and things of that nature and stuff and you know and um it's just this thing where the baby's done that way and then the older you get they you know they give a pool it's like a pool and it's a, a, a you know baptismal pool in the church but back there and and this day it wasn't a it wasn't a pool. It was, you had to be sprinkled with water. You had to have, like, they probably bring in buckets of water or something of that nature. And you had to purify yourself. And you couldn't be, you were unclean until the evening. Until you, until you washed your clothes. You had to wash your clothes and bathe yourself before you came back into the grace of God. Baptize yourself, cleanse yourself. It is the purification of your everything from you that you think that is sin. Whether it be lust, whether it be fornication, whether it be whether it be you know things that we are not supposed to do. And sometimes that is you know it's it is a thing of we have to pure we have to come clean we have to come clean with everything that we might have done to somebody the arts we have the 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 mindset that we have that we mean and evil spirited people or we think uh you know, someone has done us wrong and we holding on to that and, and and we just holding on to a lot of stuff that's holding us up from, from being purified. And we must align ourselves with this new way of living. I remember when I was a little girl, Um, I, with our church, we had a, uh, it's called a bap- baptism, baptism ceremony. And the people, you know, everybody okay, well, we, uh, this uh, Sunday evening or Saturday night or whatever the time they want to do it, um, you come in for the baptismal ceremony of the fallen people. And I was one of the people, and there's a couple of other people, you know, that that were signed up for baptism. And in modern day times, everybody keep their clothes on. In that time with Jesus, he had his clothes on. They baptized him, and you get dunked down, and you said the words are said over you um, that you are purified of all your sins, that you are uh, you are redeemed. Purification, baptism means in actuality to start over again, start anew. Once them sins have been washed away, you, you there is no there's like. There's no real record. Okay, I'm gonna keep bringing this up. I'm keep bringing this up. That's a that's the thing about baptism. That it is a form of purifying your soul of everything that is not of God. Purifying yourself, and when you purify yourself of what is not of God, your life is so much better. Life can be so much easier if we just turn around and we start over again and we start anew and we come before God and say, God, forgive me of my sins. for I have sinned and I need forgiveness. Then we go get our back. We go ahead and take the baptism. But we, once we get clean, we can't, that don't mean we get the, you know, I ain't trying to find it. That don't mean you get to keep going out here doing the same sin because really that's blasphemy, I think. When you go and you get baptized and then you go back out and do the same thing. But see, we can't call that. Only God can hold that against us. Only God can see where our hearts at. And, 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 and look, let me tell you something. only God can only God can call the shots on us as he see it so don't let nobody tell you oh she got baptized last week but I just seen her standing on the corner tricking yep that's right I said that because we do not we don't have a hell or a heaven to put anybody in we don't got no hell or heaven to put nobody. We, can, we cannot cast stones at other people's houses, glass house when we live in one. Am I talking about that? And the thing is, is once we once a person has been baptized and we we are supposed to accept them, we are to, not supposed, we are to accept them in the new life, in the new life, in the new journey that they have decided to, to follow we have decided to follow Jesus. And the thing is, it says, in Christian theology, a baptism is a kind of rebirth, a washing away of original sin and purification of the soul. According to the Bible, the first known baptism occurred with Jesus sometime around 30 AD when he was baptized in the River Jordan by his disciple. John, later known as John the Baptist. Okay, it's a purification. It's a, it's a it's a way of saying, look, um, this is I'm washing away the old stuff. I'm washing away the guilt. I'm washing away all the stuff that stuck on me or people put on me or the way people think about me or the way they treat me, and I. have I'm taking an offense to that. And I've decided not to use drugs anymore. I decided not to be a prostitute. I decided not to be a thief. I decided not to steal. I decided not to uh, gossip. I decided not to fornicate. I decided not to do any of those things again once I got baptized. Yes. I'm going to say it. Sometimes we can return as many times as we want when it comes to baptism. Ain't none of us perfect. None of us are perfect when it comes to living life. And when you get baptized, that's showing God that you at least you're trying at least, you, at, least you, at least you're trying to put some effort into it. At least you're trying to do something to dip, something that's different. You're trying to take this walk. And then, you know, sometimes, yes, you could take that walk and you could fall off a little bit. You know, you fall off. Ain't none of us perfect with that. And that's where we as humans have to understand that none of us are perfect. but we can't cast no stones at other people. We can't do it. And when you get in the line and they're having the gates and they open the book and they say, okay, well, what can you explain what happened with this? Well, you threw uh, uh, Auntie, Auntie, Auntie Wilma under the bus because she said this, that, and third. And then you turn around and did this. This is a reaction. So can you explain that to me? See, we are going to be held accountable for our own stuff. Not from what somebody else did, what we did, what we did in our life. So, that's why God keeps giving us chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. He does not care how many times we come to Him. We we come to Him every day. Every day. Every day say, oh Lord, I need you. I love you. I thank you. You know, and, and can you help me with this day? Can you help me with my mindset? Can you, God is always there for us no matter what part of life we in. And we can keep going to that, that baptismal pool as many times as we want. Because that shows God that we are at least trying to have a relationship with Him. We are at least trying to Walk in the way, at least tr- try. And, and and sometimes I have to sit here and fight the fight the thoughts that's in my head sometimes. Like a few minutes ago, I sat here and it, it, it's all about thoughts. I was gonna start thinking about some old stuff, about some old stuff, and I was like, okay, no, 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 no. See, because that's what that's what Satan wanna do. Sing on the us from what we supposed to be doing. I'm sitting here trying to do podcasts, podcast. And he going to sing with his old stupid thoughts in my head. Pitching pitch woo in my head. And trying to get me to get off my course of finishing the podcast. Oh, I want to I start thinking about some old stuff. And I said, oh, God, I, have, I rebuke you Satan in my name of Jesus. Sometimes we got to do that. And... That's a part of us having to fight a daily fight. It's a daily fight to, to fight off Satan and his minions. To fight off Satan and what people say. Fight off Satan with the way, way people think. Fight off the way we, what, how we treat others, what we do. You know, and we and we can't sit. Around, you know, we can't sit around and talk about other folks and we and we doing bad too. That's a part of the purification process. We have to purify our minds, hearts, and souls. So, what are you purifying yourself of today? What are you purifying your mind with today? What are you purifying yourself with? Is it gossiping? Is it backbiting? Is this, you know, is it, you know, a numerous amount of things? Because we all have fallen short. Okay? We all fallen short. and we can't turn around and throw stones at other people's houses if we them in glass houses, too. All right? I just want to say thank you to everyone that has come to listen to the podcast. And I greatly, 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 greatly appreciate it. And I want to know what you think. Tell me what you think. Send me a message. You know, let me know how you feel, you know. Maybe you want to talk about different topics. You know, I'm 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 open to suggestions here, okay? And my thing is, is that um we must all love one another the same. No one is different. Okay. All right, babies. I love y'all and Give me a shout out, a holler, or something, you know. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I love y'all, and y'all have a blessed day. Bye, babies. Everyone, and welcome to LBM TV. I am Cherise Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally.